Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast for pro plumbing and heating. Uh, we're talking a little bit more this morning too about the most shocking piece of news you ever received via text message. Sometimes you, sometimes you're worth a phone call. Sometimes you're worth a face to face. Got a text message yesterday morning about this time. Uh, I tried to get the person on the phone, but they weren't biting. They said they got a text message once that said that their brother had been shot. He was okay, but he had been shot. You would think that when you're getting news that a family member has been shot, that that's a phone call or that's a knock on the door. Uh, This one here, I got a text from my mom telling me I was adopted. I was 19 at the time. My older sister and I had had a fight one night over something stupid I can't even remember. I was leaving the next morning to go visit a friend in Montreal when my mom texted me at the airport and told me the news. She was worried that my sister had probably said something mean about me being adopted during the fight and my mom was feeling bad and wanted to clear the air. The funny part is that my sister had not said anything about it during the fight And now I was just a 19-year-old woman standing in line at an airport Starbucks getting a text from her mom telling her that she was adopted. It was shocking to say the very least. We're good, though. My mom and my sister, Stephanie. Well, thank you for uh, that, Stephanie. Garner! Hi, I was calling about your bad news text story. Yeah, yeah, the most shocking piece of news you ever received via text. So there's a little bit of backstory. When my mom goes on holidays, our family has this not-so-funny thing that awful things tend to happen. My mom went on holidays overseas a few years ago, and my brother was in a motorcycle accident and ended up a paraplegic, and we chose not to tell her while she was away. I remember this story. It would have just ruined her trip. So now whenever she goes, it's she's adamant. We have hotel numbers, concierge numbers, cell phones. She has to know the news when she's gone. So last year she went on a trip again and her brother was sick. So my brother and I were um, at home and got a text from my aunt saying that he had passed, that our uncle had passed. Your mom's brother. And so we texted her and said, sorry to tell you, but your brother died. We all knew this was coming. And then um, the next morning we got a phone call from my aunt that said, oh, I misunderstood. The aunts were talking and they misunderstood each other. He's not dead yet. So so you had to text your mom and retract the dead brother. (laughs) Yes, we had to get a hold of her and retract. Your brother's not dead. And then about two days later, he did die. Oh, boy. And then you had to resend again. (laughs) And then we had to resend it again. It was awful. (laughs) (laughs) It does, I mean, it's unfortunate, the news and everything, but it, it does sort of sound like a wacky sitcom scenario from the 1970s, doesn't it? That's Kim, everybody. Good to hear from you, Kim. I hope your brother's doing okay. Give him a great big Western howdy from the Garner Andrews Show, please. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Hi, you guys are talking about text messages, like alarming text messages? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, well I, I worked out of town quite a bit, and I started seeing uh, this, this girl from Tinder actually a while back. Tinder. And uh, we were seeing each other for quite a while. And also, I got this really long text message from her telling me that she was actually supposed to be getting married in about a week. And uh, she decided that she was leaving him for me. Oh. Yeah. So. So you had no idea 
when you met her through Tinder that she was engaged to some other guy? Well, I knew that she, uh, I knew that she was like in, like not with. The, she told me she wasn't with the guy. And the funny thing is, too, is I actually saw her ring in the car once, and I'm like, oh, this looks like an engagement ring. And she's like, oh no, that's my grandmother's ring. She gave that to me. Hmm. Okay. So. <laughs> Were you prepared to go all in on this girl when she sent you that text, or were you like, whoa, whoa? I was like, whoa, at first, and then I gave it some thoughts, and wow, we're still together four years later. Oh, really? It, it stuck? It stuck, yeah. Do you ever wonder if she's still dabbling with Tinder, and now you're the guy sitting at home while she's out with somebody new, pretending that that ring in the cup holder of the Sunfire is her grandmother's ring? No, she's she's pretty good. I I, I trust her hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> oh. And then he hung up. Keep the stories coming, okay? The most shocking news you ever received via text message. Like I said before, some pieces of news require a a telephone call. Or maybe a knock on the door, not a text message. Uh, Good morning, Garner. It wasn't a text, but my ex-husband broke up with me in an email. Brienne. Okay, well, that qualifies too. Thank you, Brienne. Garner? Hi. I'm just calling in regards to the weirdest text and emails you've gotten. Yeah, yeah. Anything anything shocking? Well, ironically enough, um, I would like to respond to the one day's notice. Um, Yeah, I didn't really leave a day's notice for her. I gave her about eight days, and she still didn't come home, nor oh. pay rent for. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering, what are you talking <laughs> about? We got a text. Er- just we got a text earlier today. I don't want you to say this person's name, though. Okay. No, I won't. Okay. I just I'm gonna read it quickly here if I can find it. Uh, oh, it says, "Good morning, Garner. The most shocking news I've received via text has to be when my roommate texted me to tell me I had one day to pack my things and leave. I was effectively left homeless. He went to Mexico. That was just this past Wednesday. And I said on the radio, I feel like there might be more to this story. There is a lot more. Okay. Unfortunately, I'm the one that's getting played like the bad person. So I'd kind of like to clarify a bit. Sure, Uh, sure. So, yeah, um, wasn't quite good. Uh, Weren't seeing eye to eye and communication wasn't there. Then trust faded and there was no trust. And when I tried to talk about it and ask if there was any rent for the months that I had waited for, because I was patiently waiting for three weeks prior to this, so there was there and was un there was unpaid rent, right? There was. There was I from the beginning of the month to the twenty seventh when I gave her notice to be gone before the end of the month. Okay. So it was a month of prior waiting and communication. I tried to ask and see if there was any effort and when she said this person said that there would be an effort made, it wasn't even a full effort and then it was shrugged off like it was the full effort. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's usually more to these stuff. And I, I, yeah. I understand that maybe there are times where somebody's just done with you and they throw you out. I, I get that. But usually there's more to the story. Oh, a hundred percent. Are you in Mexico right now? I am. I'm actually sitting on the beach looking out at the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes a bragger. No, but I mean, no one likes to be lied about and face 
uh, you know, lose face for nothing, but yeah. it's fair. Well, uh, yeah. Where in Mexico I mean, are it's you? It's not really cool hearing about, you know, someone talking bad about you while you're oh, away no. and they can't hear it. Yeah, but I get she, that. ironically enough, blocked me, so I can't even message her about any renter. Ooh. Yeah, which okay. is kind of ironic if I sure. do say Sure. Let's myself. get back to the more interesting part. Where in Mexico are you? I wish I was in Mexico. I'm in Mazatlan, right off the beach. Mazatlan? You're going to get murdered. Oh, I am so burnt. The sun's already killing me. I said murdered, but you thought I said Oh, I'm, burnt. A, I'm aware. Oh, okay. I'm still dying from the heat. Okay. Hope you don't get traveler's diarrhea. Yeah, hopefully you took some Ducarol. Well, I don't know. This he said, she said thing about the rent and getting evicted. I feel like Judge Judy. A slightly less good-looking Judge Judy. Oh, yeah, obviously. That's what I feel like this morning. No, there's a, definitely a lot of moving parts going on there. Mm-hmm. I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. Another day, more failure, more disappointment, more tears on the Sonic Rock door. Chad was on today. We opened the door. He guessed Hosier, Jackie and Wilson. That's not the song behind the door. Tomorrow morning at 8.20, the Rock door is now worth $912. Hear the clip right now if you go to sonic1029.com. Tune in to the Garner Andrew Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock door jackpot. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Podcast. I was reading an interview this morning with uh, Chad Tate, uh, Chad Channing, not Chad Tatum, Chad Channing, the original drummer from Nirvana. And whoever was talking to him asked him, do you ever regret that you got booted out of the band? Like right before they got super famous? And he's like, no, no regrets at all. And the guy just seemed so perfectly well adjusted. I thought he'd be angry and resentful. <laughs> He's like, no, Dave Carl's a really nice guy. I've no ill will whatsoever. That does not sound like the drummers I know. Anyway, uh, hello there, Sonic. Hey, good morning, Garner. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, so sometimes you talk about when you learn how to play a guitar, and like one of the first songs that it is that you want to learn how to play on the guitar. Yeah. Like, you just want to, like, jam it out around, like, a campfire or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I recently enrolled my son in guitar lessons. He started in January, and uh, the one song that he actually wanted to learn how to play was Seven Nation Army by White Stripes. That bass line. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun. Okay. And he's got it. He mastered it in only three months. His instructor said, absolutely, if that's what you want to learn, that's what we can do for you. So, I mean, he's learning chords and notes and other songs and everything. Yeah, but, but it's imp- it's important when you're first learning an instrument to be able to hear something you recognize right out of the gate. To give you, it inspires you to keep learning. That's why everyone hated learning to play the piano as a kid, because your piano teacher was mean. And she's like, you will play scales and you will play Chopin and that's it. And all you really wanted to play was Tiny Dancer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's cool. What? Uh, how often does he go to lessons? Um, once a week, every he's, Monday. He's there for half an hour. And he's three months in, so $300 to learn the opening riff to Seven Nation Army. Yeah, but he's doing fantastic, and he loves it. And for me, that's the most important thing, is the fact that he loves it, he enjoys it. Good. And, you know, it's teaching him, you know, patience and, you know, 
just fine motor skills. That's the kind of thing that I'm glad he's getting out of it, right? Yeah, that's good. So, I yeah. I started back. I, I go back to lessons now, too. I go every Tuesday afternoon at 4 o'clock. It's like I'm 12 years old again. I know, right? Yeah. And it's <laughs> awesome. I love my teacher. This guy... His name's John Hoffman. I'm going to give him a shout out here. This guy okay. just has a way of taking really complex things and dumbing them down to my level, but not in a condescending way. Like, he's just a fantastic teacher. That's, that's so important to have. Yeah, yeah. my son's uh, instructor, his name is Trevor. Okay. And We're, yeah, like, he treats him, he doesn't treat him like a kid. He treats him like a little person, and I love that because... You know, the last thing you need, like you said, is somebody condescending down to you. And you're just like, yeah, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm going to learn from you. <laughs> right on. What's your name? My name is Kathy. Kathy, what's your son's name? His name is Sean. Okay, I'll be watching for him in the future. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sean, how old is he? He's nine. He must be the world's youngest Sean. There are no more Seans. I, um... All the Seans are 20 or older now. Well, I knew that when I had a little boy, his name was going to be Sean, so... <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. good. Well, uh, give my best to Sean and tell him to keep plugging away because when he's an old guy like me, he is going to be so happy that his mom made him learn to play an instrument when he was a kid. <laughs> I'll tell him that. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast! Podcast! Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, can I speak to Mr. Kachuk, please? Mr. who? Mr. Kachuk. Mr. Kachuk. Uh -huh. I am... Well, can I ask who's calling? Hi, this is Jason. How are you doing, sir? Good, good. Wonderful. All right. Well, I'm calling in behalf of Weather Last. And the reason I'm calling is because we help um, hundreds of homeowners to raise the value of their homes. And I wanted to see if we can help you as well. So we can help you by making your own doors and windows to be more energy efficient. And of course, we offer 10 years to a lifetime warranty. Well, can so I just ask no you a quick question here? I was thinking about ant farms the other day. You know those, like they were glass on both sides and then you'd put dirt in there and you'd watch the ants do their tunneling and everything. I was thinking about, I wanted to hire a renovation company to replace my basement walls with glass. And then the ants could watch me. It could be like a people farm, but for ants, they could look in on, on my life and see what I'm doing in there. Is that, is that something that your company could do? Well, because we only specialize with doors and windows, uh, just to uh -huh. let you know, sir. Well, do you know somebody that could replace my basement walls with glass so I could do the, like the human ant farm, the, the people farm? Or maybe I should just get the whole basement filled in, just get rid of it. What do you need for your basement? If I well, can? I just, I don't want it anymore. It's wasted space. I'm just paying to heat it and I'm paying to air condition it. It's, it's sort of like sometimes you hear of people who don't want their swimming pool anymore. So they get that filled in. You want to get rid of your uh, basement. Yeah. And I don't know if I need to lift my house off and set it on the street while they fill in my basement and then put the house back or whether you can do it while my house still sits on top of it. But I don't want to rule out the ant farm thing if you can find somebody to do that. Um, all right then, because maybe I'll just go into check for his, one of our manager about this. But then, if I may ask, how about for your windows and for your doors? Do you have any, uh, like... I, well, I uh, already got rid of all the windows in my house. I have no more windows. It's kind of dark in there. But I do, I have one door left. 
So, just so you don't want no more windows. No, I hate windows. I don't like looking outside. I just, I don't know what it is. It just makes me feel guilty about being inside. And when I can see outside, I'm like, oh God, I should really be outside. I just don't like feeling guilty. So I got rid of all my windows. I'm thinking about getting rid of my door too. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you help? Oh. <laughs> Woo. What was that, Amber? Two minutes and 45 seconds. Okay, that's a new record for me. That's okay. <sighs> well, I feel I wasted two minutes and 45 seconds of the person's time that is wasting my time. Uh, so log that, Amber. Put it in the logbook, please. I'm tr- I've set a goal for myself this year. Waste two hours of telemarketer time. That's my goal for this year. I think I'm at about seven minutes so far. So I have a bit of a ways to go. Garner! Hey, famous TV commercial guy. Oh, jeez. Who's this? Oh, I like it. It's Amy, Sonic Girl Amy. <laughs> Hi, Amy. Now, do you spell your name weird, Amy? Yeah, I do. Oh, like the A-I-M-E-E, Amy? Oh, my God. Yeah, how did you know? I don't oh, know. Are you even getting all my stocking letters? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. Have we got the trace? Have we got the trace? Hey, even worse than calling you is coming to your door. And last night, this is so funny. We have security cameras all over our house. And when we when our doorbell rings, we seriously all dive for cover. It's our house. <laughs> it is. It's amazing what we've turned into as a society, isn't it? Like It, it is. Like, we're training our 10-year-olds. I was like... Do not say a word. Don't breathe. And my husband was standing in the kitchen. His body literally froze. But get this. The audacity is they rang the doorbell twice. Mm. So after we didn't come after the first two minutes, because we're watching them on camera, right? She rang the doorbell again. Hello? Anyway. So I think that's even more invasive than, well, you probably get bothered at restaurants all the time. (laughs) No. Um, I, I oh. wish. Just when you I was out, if I was I out, I saw with- you at a restaurant once, and I did not come over because you know that's your time. You're mm. not on the radio. I was at my mom's and dad's house in Moose Jaw this weekend, and my mom and dad, their house, the entire front of their house is glass. Like you can see right into their home from the street level. And this was Saturday morning, and I was there, my brother, my sister, all their family, we're all sitting around in the kitchen in the living room, and a certain religion came to the front door, and the blinds, they just stood there ringing the doorbell, and we stood, we all just sort of sat around staring at them, they were staring at them, nobody got up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like it was like a game of JW chicken. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, okay. thanks, Garner. Thanks for taking my call, even though you know you're so famous with oh, all your commercials. <sighs> wow. That uh that laugh. No offense, but I didn't think it was that funny. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just kept Hang going. On a second. I how long do you think that laugh was? Uh, pencil Let's, me down for seven seconds. Seven seconds? Yeah. Can put $40 on this? That was a long laugh. 40 bucks? You want to put your winnings from the March Madness of Comedies on the line here? Beloved winnings? Sure. 
you're saying seven seconds? Yeah. I'm going to go, I don't know. I'm going to go six and a half. Oh. <laughs> Can we do half seconds? <laughs> Splitting hairs. But okay, sure. Okay, you're going seven. I'm going to go six and a half. Hang on a second. Replay room. <laughs> Nobody got up. <laughs> Nobody got up. Okay, stop it. Stop. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, 6.23 seconds. We both went over. Oh. Oh, you get to keep your 40 bucks. Price is right rules. That was solid. Oh, man. Someone <laughs> said, I want her laugh as my ringtone. Well, here it comes. <laughs> She sounds like she just, like, grabbed a bunch of people hostage and is now going to the U.N. asking for a billion dollars. And? (laughs) No, she needs more M in her laugh. More mwah. (laughs) Mwah. That is a... A maniacal laugh has an M to it. It's a... I got a wisp of maniacal to it. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you very much for that, Amy, who spells your name wrong. Garner? Would you eat out of a dumpster? No. Nothing? Pigeons. Nothing. Pigeons. Rats. Yeah, what about... have rats in Alberta. What about Mice. a box of cereal that's never been opened? Uh, it's four bucks. Yeah, but what if you spent your last four bucks on rent? Huh? Aaron is a, a hard pass on the dumpster food. Uh, somebody said, I'm late to the show. Are we talking about dumpster divers? Yes, we are. I met these two hippies over the summer. They called themselves freegans. They were vegans in all ways unless the meat was free. So if they pay for their own food, then it's all vegan. But when they dumpster dove, it was free game. Same with accepting food. As long as they weren't paying for it, they would eat meat. (laughs) I think what you've just described there is the most confusing form of vegan out there. The fair weather vegan, we shall call them. Uh, Garner, a few years ago, I was dating this guy who had an interesting, and that's in quotes, group of friends. One night we were invited to a dumpster dinner where his one friend was only serving things that he had found in dumpsters and garbage cans. I was super grossed out and only ate some potato chips and a few crackers while everyone else enjoyed the roast beef. Trust me, I'm an Alberta. Alberta girl through and through, and I love me some meat, but I draw the line at dumpster beef. Well, when you call it dumpster beef, yes. It's like you have to come up with a better name for it. A name that completely disguises the fact that that beef came out of a dumpster. Run with that, people. Come up with a new name for it. Garner! Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Wednesday, April 4th, and this is what's going on. Imagine Dragons have announced plans to host their own music festival for a second year in a row. Last year, they started the Love Loud Festival in Utah that supports the LGBTQ community. In fact, a whole documentary was made about that festival, a documentary that's going to be on HBO this summer. But the 2018 version is going to happen in July. Imagine Dragons will play, as will Mike Shinoda. Sonic! A former member of Nirvana, who left the band just before they went really big, says he has no regrets. Chad Channing was the drummer for their first album, Bleach, but left and was replaced by Dave Grohl, 
and we all know what happened after that. Well, Channing says things fall into place for a reason, and he's just happy to have played a small part. Sonic, where are you? And Tom DeLonge has announced plans for his next book. It's going to be the next installment for his Secret Machines trilogy of fiction books about UFOs. And while they are fiction, he says they're inspired by real things he's learned from his sources in the scientific, military, and intelligence communities. The book is going to be out in September. That's it for music news you can use. I'm Bryce from Sonic. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! We've been talking a little bit here on the show. Would you eat out of a dumpster? Not even if you had to, but just you consider the waste, the amount of food that just goes into a dumpster behind a grocery store or a restaurant. Some of it's probably pretty good. Would you eat that? The majority of you are saying, mmm, no. And I did read that text message a few minutes ago from a girl who was dating a guy with uh, some interesting friends, and one night they got invited to a dumpster dinner where everything he served was out of a dumpster. And she said she had some potato chips and some crackers, but other than she was pretty grossed out. But everybody else was eating a roast beef that he found in a dumpster. Dumpster beef. And I said, you can't call it dumpster beef. Nobody will eat it if you call something dumpster beef. So it needs a better name. And somebody said upcycled meats, eh, reclaimed beef, organically enhanced beef. That's from Dave. Thank you. I don't know if we're quite there yet. 423-1029 is the phone number. Hi. Hey, you're looking for a new name for dumpster meat? Yeah, dumpster beef or what? Yeah, it needs a it needs a flashier name. Uh, repurposed steak. Repurposed steak. <laughs> I think maybe it needs. See, do you know what sweetbreads are? Um, I didn't think so. It's like um, back in the seventeen hundreds, people were trying to get their their toddlers and their tweens to eat lamb pancreas sheep heart goat throat frustrated parents are all like oh no we're having no luck getting our children to eat delicious nutritious pancreas what is a downtrodden 1700s candlestick maker to do and then along comes this pr firm and they do some focus groups and they come up with sweetbreads problem solved Next thing you know, every 14-year-old in the country can't get enough badger anus. So that's why I'm saying you can't call it dumpster beef. We need a better name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's keep working on that. I don't know if they ate badger anus. I, I want to say that they didn't, but people weren't wasteful back then. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more. Hey, I'm Garner. This podcast was brought to you by Pro Plumbing and Heating, Edmonton's most trusted plumbing company. Trust them with your plumbing, but not your taxes.